0: PFT Media
1: You are now listening to Cinema Crespodiso.
2: Previously on Cinema Crespodiso. Welcome to Cinema Crespodiso. It's cool. This is where we used yeah. to do it. We used to do it way more like this. Just like- to, just to do it. Just a lot. A lot just yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: They- Saul has a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's my 100%. And it's like, it a, it's it
1: looks like, like a, a crispy combo. waffle. They look like crispy like a, waffle yeah. There's
3: most likely no pepperoni.
2: They are
1: flavored wheat <Yeah>. snacks. <laughs> no pepperoni. They're, They're
3: not pepperoni. Not. They, are, they are
2: flavored wheat there snacks. There
1: will be no pepperoni. Today. <laughs> <laughs> And I heard that he wanted to be in, like, a more NC-17
2: version of the story. Minute, Mickey is an acquired... It, it, Mickey is much like a fine wine. He's an acquired Yeah, well, this is Cinema Crespiso, the fine line of podcasts. <laughs> so this, I think this is our first ever Chris on draw. draw. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. I'll take it. I'm sorry. There we go. In this case, two ladies enter. No ladies leave because you are both tired on the ground. Yep. <laughs> they fought each other Beat both the crap death. out of each other. It's hysterical. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks, Ron. This Crespo Radio Show, everybody likes it, listen to his shit Welcome to Cinema Crespo Tiso Welcome to Cinema Crespo so Just like the lady said, I'm your host, Chris Crespo, chilling in the Crespo Eiso studio with Drew Sterkogler and Drew. Love you. And we have our returning guest. This must mean it's an anniversary show. Happy anniversary to us. Anniversary it is. To us. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my, my bad. Drew.
1: Wait, I thought we were saying the whole song. We should have. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's nah, so over
2: now. No, nah, it's my bad. No, Screwed it up. With us, the one and only. We love him. He's here. We think this guy is the best. I've known him since the SBK Live days. It is Tom the Beer Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. You don't have the airborne today.
0: I love it. Man. I love it. That makes me want to yeah, cry. Got I'm a canned okay with audience over there. Hey Tom, how
2: you doing, buddy? Hey
0: everybody, good, good to, to be see back, you,
2: man. Oh, we love having you here. This means it is that time here we celebrate another another lap around the podcast
0: jewel sun, and it's with one of our favorite guests. You guys are awesome for inviting me for your anniversary show every year. What's this, like? Six? 19? It almost feels oh, like oh, it, right?
2: Ugh, oh, oh, if, oh, man. If
1: so that, Drew with us. If in that
2: well, was the case, I would have no. probably ended my life already. <laughs> We're 19 in podcasting years. I think that's the way it works. Is that the way it works? So, what, you multiply by three and then add one? I think you're at the bottom where so the go up, down, a little, a little, right? Check, how's that sound? Uh, that's, better. that's better, yeah? Oh, so, it's yeah, like that's...
1: dog years, you multiply by three and add one.
2: Multiply by th- yes. Podcasting is multiply by three. I would that makes Tom and Dan uh thirty one years old <sighs> <laughs> it's Old. Alright, well they're old. We're middle aged. It is time for episode three fifteen. Three hundred and fifteen. Uh free weekly shows. Uh very steady, very uh what what else what else how else can you describe that? Steady. Excellent. Thank you. Drew. People know Drew is uh, is a human thesaurus. He walks around uh, just providing adjectives. Consistent. Synonyms. Extremely consistent. Is consistency always good, though?
1: Mm, It all depends on the consistency. I mean, if you're consistently
2: awful, Mm. no.
1: (sighs) If you're consistently good, yes. I mean, there is something to say for just being consistent.
2: I mean, you at least get better. One would hope. One would hope. Not, ne- make, not necessarily the case. You make sometimes. it worse. Things change and people aren't always happy about those changes. Uh-huh. Man. oh, you flip. Uh, If you go to... Uh, you have the Can you pull up Apple podcast or reviews? <laughs> oh, man. It's our sure. sixth anniversary. Let's sure go ahead works. and read uh, maybe our most recent... I don't
1: even know how Apple Podcasts works. I don't even...
2: Well, you have an Apple computer, don't you? I do, but
1: I don't, I, I've never set up my...
0: Uh, you're an Apple
2: guy, right, Tom? Right?
0: Negative, negative. No, you're
2: an Android guy.
0: You never liked Apple, right? Well, it's not that I don't like them. The Just heard for... what that wrote uh it's for artists and students you're an artist you're a beer artist uh beer art. speaking of beer artists what
2: are we drinking a lot of science attached to that that art what is this delicious um pink hued version of obp we're sipping Uh, today?
0: just a goofy little thing i threw together Mm -hmm. cranberry kringle we call it we uh Mm. we supplied disney with a bunch of kegs of it for their little holiday events genius they loved it and everybody's looking for what's new that's it's uh the brewers i mean it's getting kind of crazy out there everybody there's an app called untapped and people and people just want a new beer it's like they never drink the same beer twice so that they can keep
2: adding to their like this is my my uh my trophy case of beers i've had keep knocking them off
0: the list yeah and it's kind of tough to just keep Punching out new beers like that. To satisfy those people. That's really uh, funny, though. I mean, beer, c- New beer. Oh, I've had that one. Does <laughs> that mean it sucks? What, what do you mean? <laughs> no, you could just keep... Yeah, right? It no. sucks because they've had it, I suppose. Yeah, what's
2: wrong? What's wrong with... Sometimes you got to go back to what you love. I have no problem with walking... I like... The orange cans of OBP, because I can walk into like a Publix. And you're like, oh, it's orange. I can look down the shelf and I can spot it from as I'm approaching, like, there it is. And I'm just <laughs> That's like, I, what I want. Because I like the familiarity of knowing that it's good, I'm going to like it, I'm going to appreciate it. Also, a benefit that helps my friend. But still, I do. It's, it helps to go back to the familiarity. I understand wanting to try new stuff. That's the whole point of the Crespo Hundo 2019, watching 100 new movies plenty of people are doing that it's a lot of fun you can join us online on all the social medias hashtag Crespo Hundo 2019 uh, we could do the same thing with a the beer the, be- yeah. the beer Hundo 2019 uh, try a hundred beer. <laughs> new beers I, there,
1: there, I, there are, man, there are uh,
2: more, so, whoa, many beers. so many you could go to just some there are some that's bars insane. in town where they have more than a hundred beers already for you to buy you that's you know that's what they want they want those more uh, our, what, those you are what you got friend? what you got now? Yeah, exactly. No. What do you got? What do you got? You know, exactly. What do you got new? So uh, relax, people. Let's go back.
1: It's like, great, right, you drank 100 beers, but how many of those beers are you going
0: to re-drink? Right. That is my question. So it's yeah, funny. the one that's worth buying a second time is a damn good beer, I suppose, when you're that fellow. Especially huh? at no. this point,
2: yeah. Like, I'll actually, uh, quote, waste this opportunity to try a new beer in order to go back and have a, have a fresh one. Or a new one. You know, saying?
0: You mentioned February is...
2: Flagship February. Flagship
0: February. Yeah, brewers have so noticed how how the there's this w- segment of drinker beer enthusiasts mm-hmm. that just won't drink a beer twice, and it's like it's leaving a lot of really really awesome beers kind of behind. Like Sierra yeah. Nevada Pale Ale is one of the roots craft beers. That's OG. That's Dr. Dre, man. Well, that and, yeah. uh, like, Sam Adams, Boston Lager. Boston Lager.
2: They've just gotten so big and ubiquitous, people forget uh, that uh,
0: they are essentially a craft yeah. beer outfit. And they paved the way for what, what you guys are enjoying now. Mm-hmm. So, um, one, one, uh, beer journalist decided to do, um... Flagship February, nice. and that's where you're supposed to drink a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and an Anchor Steam and a Boston Lager. Very or, you nice. Know, just a nice flagship beer, Terrapin Rye Pale Ale. It was so funny. Poor Spike wanted Terrapin Rye Pale Ale to be their flagship beer. Yeah.
2: Rye? Rye Pale?
0: Rye Pale Ale. It was his. He loved that beer. It was what he was known for. Mm-hmm. He won a bunch of awards with it. Yeah. Sarcer Brewery. Really trying to have that lead the charge, mm-hmm. and he it makes it. And he makes an IPA called Hopsecutioner that done. Them triples its sales and your consumers choose your flagship man but executioner
2: hopsic- <laughs> just it just came at that time when it it wasn't douchey yet to be like a hop head you know it was getting there but it wasn't yes. it wasn't to the point where only bros were like how much how many hops can we get into this thing yes. it was like truly like this is a very hoppy but still drinkable mm-hmm. it
1: got it got it, it got to the point now where like IPAs for white guys are like white wine for white girls
2: yeah or it's uh, like, pumpkin
0: spice IPAs yeah, oh or God, pumpkin spice for dudes Jesus um, yeah, but there was a time. IPAs point. are absolutely driving the craft segment, though. Yeah. They They, they
2: have for a while now, for uh, 10 years at least, if not longer. I mean, Hobsecutioner, I was drinking that in mid-2000s. 10, yeah. Yeah. Back when it was like all bottles, everything was bottles.
0: But now, you know, everybody's got an IPA. They're trying to differentiate their own. There's a brute IPA. Have you guys heard of brute IPA? I, yes, no? I have not tried it yet. It's like the, uh, the like a, almost a champagne like I've it's seen it described. Just dry. It. It's, it's, it's dry. A, it's a really dry. Dry, dry beer. Gross. Mm-hmm. And it's you know dry hoppy beer. And are you into that? Because I know you've fallen off of hoppy beers oh, a while I'm, ago. I'm not into IPAs at all anymore. I've outgrown them. I'm afraid my palate don't need that. Even though OBP because it does drive the market does have the uh, the uh, back in the day IPA. Well, uh, it's an awesome IPA. It's an old-school recipe that I refined mm-hmm. back in the early 90s, and it's not over-the-top like a lot of IPAs well, are. And Drew hell, is not it's an, an IPA in the guy. segment.
2: Not at all. You know, Drew's the same way. Not into it at all, but he likes the, uh, the back I and back. It, it it's really delicious. is just like... This is what it's supposed to be. It's very drinkable. Thing. Like, relax. This is... Guys, calm down with the... Uh, What are they? I'm saying
0: the beer units. Steve actually calls them the BTUs. Calm down with the BTUs over there. (laughs) It's uh, IBUs. It's like uh, chicken wings, man. What do you you want? Your wings, mild, medium, or hot? Yeah. Yeah. Or (laughs) burning on the way in and out. I'll be honest. I'm a mild chicken wing kind of guy. I'm just trying to get a little
2: little bit, a little bit of flavor. I'm just trying to get me some chicken. You don't got it. Plus, I'm thinking about tomorrow. Well, yeah, is, is it gonna burn on the way out? Yeah, we're thinking about food, hot food. You gotta think about tomorrow. Some yeah. of those hot pets, though,
0: those guys are like—they remind me of the chicken wing guy that wants the hottest wing. Yeah, you yeah. Get. Well, they'll, yeah, they'll combine the two. Like I'm gonna drink this, uh, this triple no executioner uh, no. with this. No, no, no. Ghost no. pepper <laughs> uh, chicken wings. They are like the guy that wants the hottest wings. They want the hoppiest beer. What's the hoppiest beer you, what do you got? got? And then they have this the certain spi- hoppy... How about spicy beers? Are you into uh, ghost pepper beers anything like that? Uh, there, there's a place for them. That's not what I want to drink on a know, you, I like beer-flavored beer, frankly. <laughs> yeah. It's like really?
2: coffee-flavored coffee. Mm-hmm. I was looking at a
0: Starbucks today. And I was like, you know, I was thinking this today because I just go to get my black
2: my ice co- black coffee. I'm looking at the sign of all the... I used to work at Starbucks in college. And back then, people were dreaming. Oh, I want a white mocha. Nah, blah blah blah. With all these options, and I'm looking at the board now. I'm like, Starbucks has grown into that joke of yeah. the, the overly complicated drinks. There's so many different options now you can do with your with your beverage. Uh, craft, cof, co- craft coffee culture has gone crazy. Whew. Wow, that's I, a lot of. I did it the <laughs> second try, but I did it, man. Um, you know, it's like do how- you say, Chris Crespo? <laughs> I guess I've had practice. The um, craft coffee bars in town—that like that was a big thing—and is a big thing in Los Angeles, out in California, and it's like finally made its way to the East Coast. Especially it's huge in New York. So I'm sure it's—I mean—must have been there before it came down here. Because now we have Craft in Common downtown, which I was just at. I've been going there for a minute. They just added uh, beer taps. Oh, There we go. Um, Starbucks has now added uh, nitro cold brew oh, really? taps in their stores. Uh, there's a real convergence
0: there in the coffee drinking, beer drinking, trying all these different things, different flavors. Well, the draft company that I buy a lot of my draft parts from yeah. now has a complete chapter on coffee, coffee draft. No. They, they, I, they actually carry a whole line of coffee dispensed stuff.
2: It's, it's wild. Yeah. yeah, when I went to get a, mm-hmm. I was like, let me get a, a nitro cold brew
0: and then she like had to open up a thing and she was shaking up the the keg, maybe she's getting everything out of there. I was, oh. and, and it was about five or ten years ago they added a wine chapter. I mean, not a chapter, I suppose, but you know, a, a yeah. section of their catalog devoted yeah. to wine, to uh, wine draft. Yeah, wine draft. Wow. Isn't
2: that amazing? No
0: we've, we've nice. got so
2: far technology is a beautiful thing well, name all, all the name a liquid so we, can, we can put it on tap all the different ways we can put liquids into our bodies mm-hmm. is now fantastic let's get uh, some milk taps going on in here milk bar a real milk bar Moloco Plus you know up here they got the Tipsy Salon which is a uh, a nail salon like old school just you know get your hair dids and your nails dids but then they have like a full like beer and wine bar off the side that really? you, can, you can drink so you just get drunk and get done get the get you can get did and get done at the Tipsy Salon. All right. Yeah. Well, I think you asked me about this sir. beer. I going to say that they're already new
0: <laughs> I think you asked me about this beer about the cranberry that, that we're Kringle? drinking, but you Kringle, really like just kind of pulled my string and I started talking about beer. So mm. this is uh, a this is OBP with a little cranberry uh, added to it. And how? For, what do you mean like, when you say it, cranberry added to it? It's a cranberry extract, okay. so it's not true cranberries, mm-hmm. but it's the you know it's a good natural extract yeah. of cranberries. Okay. And I can dose individual kegs like that with anything I want. I've been, wow. with, with everybody's desire for something new, you know, yeah. Even though my OPP is awesome every day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so in the desire for something new, I have been messing around and just popping some goof, kegs. goofy shit into some my my beers. That's awesome. We love dosing kegs around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the last, pretty much the last thing in America you can
2: dose without so getting in trouble. Hashtag me too. <laughs> yeah. Take that. Take, <laughs> that. Take that uh, uh left wing liberals. I don't know what I'm doing here. The um it's the same process then you did to make the vulca- volcano blossom. Indeed, indeed. Which is that is the what uh, uh star star
0: fruit. What pa- is it? Papaya star fruit. Papaya star, papaya star, star fruit.
2: fruit and something else. Nope, just oh, papaya star fruit
0: in OBP, and that's the official beer of Volcano Volcano Biotic Bay Universal. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing.
2: And then you also did it for another Disney
0: uh, uh for Raglan Road, I do Bloomsday, which is grapefruit extract, I, and my IPA. I don't know this okay, one. There we go. Bloomsday. Is that right ra- is where is that? Raglan Road. It's Raglan Road. It's uh it's it, called Bloomsday Pale ale out there. Is that on
2: Disney property? Yes. Okay.
0: It's a big Irish bar, man. Be ready to throw it down. Ra- ra- I just wanted to have a sense. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> Not in an Irish bar. Well, don't go, don't go Friday evening. <laughs> okay, or Saturday up. evening. Fair enough. I'll stay Friday or, th- or late in any t- evening. Tuesday
2: morning. First thing when they open, I'll yep. be one of those people. I'm fine with that. I, I have no shame with that whatsoever. Um, then I was going to say that, uh, and then. The cold brew uh, one. I remember when I tried that at your place where you're just like, you just dump some in a beer and shake it. I'm like, here you go. And I drank. It's like, this is amazing. How is
0: this so delicious? Yeah, it's, it's, why? Because, like Tom you know said, what you're doing, yeah. it's the,
1: it's the base. If the base is good, anything you add to it should be as well. Like, that is correct. I mean, it, the
2: base is OBP. So, you know, we're just, but also doing it in the right uh, ratio because this is, well, no, it can't be overpowering. Has the, this has the taste and flavor of the cranberry, and I can imagine. Drinking one of these with my Thanksgiving dinner. Oh yeah, a, with a turkey and then, oh, mm-hmm. the tofurkey. Excuse me, and the mashed potatoes and mm-hmm. then with the made with the vegan milk. And I'm trying to you know pure it. I tongue. know exactly. Hey, and- I'm not a <laughs> vegetarian Nazi man. No, I know. <laughs> no you are. You're, you are one of the nice ones. The uh, man, I really enjoy this this uh,
0: cranberry cringle. Kringle? You, kringle? Li- you like it? Yeah, cranberry cringle. Yeah, it's good. it's good. Just little holiday OBP, if you no, will. Exactly. Man, a little, got a little tart character, and you can only get it at Disney. Right? Yep. Or if, he, or if you know. Yeah. And he brings it to your studio. Actually, it might be, it might be on Tap Around Orlando. Is it? Yeah. Uh, awesome. A few places. Check out our beer finder on uh, Orlando Orange Blossom oh. Brewing.com. Beer finder. Go. Isn't there a
2: findobp.com? That, wasn't that a... Yes, a I think
0: that's the tr- actual URL.
2: That might actually work. Also, findobp.com. Uh, perfect for this time of year, too. To, uh, if you can find it and drink it, especially tonight, it's going to hit the 30s. Oh, man. This is definitely a wintery beer.
0: Dude, it was warm when I left my house, and when I got out of my car, when I got here, it was cold. Yeah. Yes. It, the temperature is plummeting today. <laughs> the polar
2: vortex is en route. It is almost... Uh, we're, we're getting, like, the balls of it. The, the bottom taint of the polar vortex will just be dropping its nutsack right across our forehead as it goes out into the water. Whoa. Yeah. That, that's how they describe it on the... Uh, the weather channel anyway that's pretty sure it was pretty late at night i may have been confusing my video searches um find obp near you drink it it's delicious we can also
1: get cranberry kringle
2: at the airport <laughs> we're at the airport Well that doesn't say specifically
0: oh you pulled it up there oh the, the ale house near the airport Oh, that's right. A few House oh. Houses picked it up. Oh, okay, excellent. There, there you go.
2: Near the airport's got it.
0: Get some zingers. Get some mild to medium zingers. <laughs> chicken zinger, and then uh, some delicious. And Friendly ale houses are products? also picking up my coconut porter as well. So nice. if you like my that, so uh, I uh, put on uh, on tap. All the central Florida alehouses, houses. Nice. Last I heard, they they're a finicky lot, yeah. but uh, and they're a big big corporates or uh, do what they want. Yeah. But and last I heard, a, they were they're going to make a big push with that. Awesome, awesome. And if you see some of those OBP
2: tap handles out there, uh, Drew made them. At one point in time, I made some. You, <laughs> you made some. Made a good. Yeah. Maha, uh-huh. couple Good years, years ago. ago.
0: They're out there. I did it. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah I
2: did it. A little bit of I did that. A little side hustle real quick. Always got to have your side <clears throat> hustles. Got to. Okay. Uh, Tom, thank you so much for joining us again for another anniversary. We love having you here. People, uh, try these delicious beers. Look for more delicious news from OBP. Follow OBP Buzz on Instagram and, um, and on Facebook as well. All the, all the social medias. Follow all of it. Yeah, and then tag things and share pictures and do all that kind of cool stuff. Isn't
0: this about movies? Your
2: Sometimes, eventually, we'll get to a <laughs> old movie. I think I'm the only one that actually saw a movie. This from, from new movie, so I mean, I still wonder I watched, why you guys bring me in for your
0: anniversary. Watch, show. So you can bring us delicious beers and beer, and we can for your people. anniversary. Yeah, 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 I watched. Um, it. That works out good. I mean, because we love you. you
1: know, I you watched some movies time. on the streaming service this weekend.
2: Okay, so we'll get into what you're watching seven. But also, Tommy, say that. Like, we don't know why you're here. But then you give us stories about carrying bags of gasoline by Mel Gibson. And, you know, and, you and put and that hiding every time be- he's here. Because he has to be like, I don't know why I'm here. And it's because he has stories about fucking with Jerry Lewis and, like, taking the cigarettes and shit and getting them all mad and stuff. Come on. So that's why. Last time he was here, he was telling us about, um uh, like, wrestling D-heads that he had yeah. to deal with in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a Simon Time Trivia podcast later this afternoon after
0: this. And it's all wrestling-themed yeah, it was funny. I Thumb never, while you were there. I never admired wrestling at all my whole life. Mm-hmm. Then I get into staging and lighting, and what's one of my first big run shows I pick big up? Big production, WCW, Man, yeah.
2: Were you there when they did the um, the live show in the parking lot at Hollywood Studios? Yes. Yeah. That's the very first... That's one of the very first nitros. Like, that's the beginning. The very first nitro was at the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. But then they did a whole bunch of episodes in the parking lot at Hollywood Studios. It looked so awkward <laughs> on
0: TV. Like, going back to... Because I actually rewatched it recently. And I was like, this is they like were the really, Disney parking lot? They were really careful about the camera blocking in that, too. They knew it was awkward. Oh, they, the, they, yeah. They were really trying to not make it look awkward. Make it I look like know. a small crowd in a parking lot. Yeah. Well, no, I mean... <laughs>
2: Twenty years later, now when I watched it when I was a kid, I didn't even notice. I was just watching wrestling; I didn't care. But now, as an adult, I was like, "Is that a Disney parking? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it Those is. Those are the turnstiles right behind them. People are walking in with tickets. Yep. Um, man, and you were there. See, we got wrestling royalty here, at Cog, Cogburn. You don't even know it. Respect.
1: We do know now. We know. Oh, I've, I've always known. Knowing half the battle.
2: I've always known. GI Jews. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Chris. It's a new evolution. We need. That. <laughs> Because when was the last time I saw G.I. Joe? We need to pump it up now. So
1: we're going G.I. Joe. Um, okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh,
2: Rabbi uh, Cobra Kai. No, mm-hmm. no, I'm mixing up now. Oh. With karate Kid's in there. That's not working. What the out. hell is going on here, Chris? I'm looking for a pen. That's what's what going. are you, you know doing? What? I don't need a pen. Um, We've been doing this for six years and it's still garbage. Oh, yeah, this is what we do. This is a uh, uh, classic Cinema Crest, so it is. A, it has been six years. Isn't that unbelievable? Uh, Drew. Chris, so you didn't see Glass because you saw no. the reviews were so bad. I saw the reviews were so bad, and
1: seriously, pull, pull the I'm not. I am not. A, I'm really not the biggest fan of uh, M. Night Shyamalan movies to begin with. Okay, do you um, remember
2: Unbreakable, Tom, from what's been now about 20 years almost? Dude, I, it was on TV. 15 years ago. It was maybe. on
1: TV the other
2: day, and I forgot how incredibly boring that entire movie was. <laughs> it's a slower pace, <laughs> but, Uh Bruce Willis plays that guy who's on a train accident. He's the only survivor. Oh, Turns yeah. out at the end, he's probably a superhero. Yeah, like he's and, been through multiple accidents. Yeah. Is that the other? Um, Samuel Jackson's a guy who he has brittle bone disease, osteoporosis genesis imperfecta which is like a real thing and uh every time he hits his arm or something he breaks a bone and he's like the mastermind who's looking for killed a lot of people in order to find his counterpart i still think it's a good movie it's made with confidence and i mean yes yes. but over i don't know things have changed there have
1: superhero movies have changed Ah, Uh, the whole is the whole realistic superhero thing has changed as well with right. Christopher Nolan's Batman and Watchmen coming out, and movies like Chronicle, exactly and like stuff that. like that. So it's.
2: Bro, it, oh, that's uh, your phone's a little too close to the, the emo there. No problem.
1: It's uh. Anyway, uh, it, it's no, you know, it, it's a, it, it's it's a new
2: superhero. It's a new world landscape. It's a, it's, yeah, it's the same thing with the Incredibles. The Incredibles came out before all it, the Marvel movies. It, and it, exactly.
1: Too. Yeah. So they don't. The new ones they have a new bar to get to, and I understand what Emma Knight Shyamalan's trying to do. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know. I really enjoyed Split. It just doesn't seem like Split and Unbreakable mix for whatever reason well
2: this movie does try to take this movie split that came out a couple years ago starring James McAvoy as a person with uh, multiple personality disorder and he thinks one of his personalities is an animalistic type creature who's super strong called the beast and it is and it is and he (laughs) is just like how uh, Bruce Willis's character at the end of Unbreakable really is super strong apparently Uh, this guy really can turn into some sort of beast character um so this movie Glass is then years afterwards after Split uh and it's about how these characters all exist in the same universe and uh but they're all like put together in a hospital in a psychiatric hospital and they're examined and stuff like that. So it is supposed to be the updating of this with Glass as the the main character Samuel Jackson returning to play the same uh, thing. Yeah. But uh of the three characters he had like the least to do until towards really? the end. Yeah, it's weird how it's like after the movie, I'm like, this movie's called Glass. Why That's is i saying. Let's get, some, let's get some Samuel L. Jackson up in here. And then um, it's weird. I'm not going to, no spoilers, no details. But I will say that by the end of the movie, I liked what, what Shyamalan was doing, what he was attempting to do. But it wasn't coalescing. Just the feeling you had, Drew, how these two movies, are they don't feel like they fit together. Yeah. They don't feel like they fit together. Yeah, if, that's if, what if I'm you, saying. It feels weird having these characters in the same movie, you know? Like, I
1: i get Split was good. And Unbreakable was a fine enough movie at the time. Like and, I said, on a rewatch, I didn't find it as compelling for mm-hmm. whatever reason. And I enjoyed James
2: McAvoy in Glass very much. hes uh, He plays like 12, 13 different yeah. characters, characters where he's just like jumping back Fucking and forth insane. between them Uh one of them's a nine-year-old kid. One uh, of them's a lady. One of them's a lady. Patricia the one who's in charge of everyone. Um, I, there are things that I liked about it. I like some of the shots and sequences. Shannon knows how to, like... Make a movie. Make a scene. <laughs> he can make a movie. And even his misfires are interesting, I think. Uh, but this one, it, it just felt like middle of the road. When it was all over, I was like, yeah, things I liked about it. The ending is weirdly dour. Uh, and it, it's like dour, but also ends with like an uplifting note at the same time. And I was just like, mm, I don't know what the A, like pick one. This is weird. Like I don't. Can't have both. It was just strange. Yeah. It, the tone is off on the thing. It bounces back and forth. Again, without going into details, I really can't. I feel like it's tougher to really get, because it's Shyamalan. Yeah. The Sixth Sense signs. All these movies have these twists. And, he, and in order to talk about so much in the movie, you got to talk about the twist. Yeah. You know, did you guys know, for example, in The Sixth Sense, spoiler alert, Bruce Willis is in the movie the entire time? He really is. It's really him. Yeah. It's really Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yes. People don't know that. They don't realize it. So, uh, it's a similar thing here. Similar thing here with Glass. Samuel Jackson's great when he is doing his thing. When he gets to do his thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, mostly it's like, yeah, and you know what? Here's another problem. This two hours and ten minutes long. It didn't have to be two hours and ten minutes. Oh, long. of course not. It could have been a cool hour and a half, hour 40. Mm. I'd give him the extra 10. <laughs> give me an hour 40. We could have zipped along. There was a part of the movie where I'm sitting there and watching, I'm like, okay, I'm like, all right, I'm fine with the story. Uh, this is the part of this movie, though, where I feel like it should kick into the next gear. Like, i scene was what's happening. It's like, oh, I bet you this is it. This is when it starts taking off. Half an hour later, I was like, oh, here doesn't. we go. Finally, it's finally starting to happen. No. So it, it was, um, a little, little slow. But if you pulled, you have to rotten tomato yeah. score. Um, 36. 36, right? Out of like 100 and something. How many reviews? 249. But the average rating's right down the middle. Five. Yeah. Average rating's five. So a lot of people, it's more disliked than it is liked. But the reviews are just like. So I even read a couple of reviews. I read some, because there are some people I like to read. I read some that were positive, that were marked as positive, and I read some that was marked as negative the positive reviews weren't that positive.
1: And the negative reviews probably weren't that negative. And the negative
2: reviews, well, some of them are. But some of them are also like, <laughs> to be fair, some of them are pretty negative. But some of them were like, there's potential. I like this. I like that. But it could have been better. And then the the good reviews are like, oh, I like this. I like that. But this part was wonky. And that part was stupid. So in the end, it really is just like a down to the... watch. And in twenty years, we'll look back and we're know oh it was a masterpiece the whole time. We were just stupid. <laughs> sure. That happens all the time, man. We got the Thing and Blade Runner and other movies like that. Right? Right? Sure. No? Anyone? I don't think this Mad is Max is one of those. Mad ideas. Max. Yes, that didn't make that much uh, big of a right, did it? I think it was one
0: that was a uh, late bloomer. No,
2: a flippy flop. A lot of them. Austin Powers. No one went and saw that one in theaters. That was saved I by got the DVD. king
0: of uh, king of them. Mm. Hit me with it. Napoleon Dynamite.
2: That one did. uh have a nice life. Um, it was 2003. Yeah. DVD was oh, still it very was popular. Shyzer when it yeah. came out. It Nobody could,
0: got nothing in the studio, but then it really picked it, up. It, some It staying. really
2: didn't make much, but it also didn't cost much money to make either. And yes, it did. It came home like video. A cultural thing. Um, yeah.
0: The T-shirts, vote Pedro shirts. It, it was. Like it was that. so yeah. weird. I actually Crazy. took my son to it when he was he was 14 or so at the time. Perfect and age for him. That. Right, yeah. right well, his... he thought it was the stupidest shit he ever saw. <laughs> and he's sitting there, and I'm lo- and I'm laughing at it. I see the sophomore humor that. He's looking at it all serious and shit. And yeah. It was funny. It wasn't a year later. He was making all those colloquialisms out of the movie. Because and he was real. quoting it and everything. That's I go, funny. What the hell are you saying? You hated that movie. He goes, Ah. <laughs> uh, Big Obowski. Teenager,
2: man. First time I watched Big Obowski, I didn't necessarily not like it. But I didn't get it. I was like, Yeah. But then I rewatched it. And then, you know, for everyone. It, it, That's actually another one that it didn't do well. It flops. Correct. Big old feet. But they Become a cultural phenomenon. Now Jeff Bridges is like, if I'm only known as the dude, I'm happy. Yeah, he, that's he fine. said that at the the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. I get mistaken for the dude quite often. As you should. Yeah. If you grow a beard, forget about it. You would, right? Um, right. Here's my pen. You should. Yeah, you should grow a beard and the the sweater, the glasses, and she's like, uh, this beard I will do. not abide, man. man. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. man out there, a lot of your good to go. Rub your eyes
0: red. Maybe at Halloween yes there you go I'll be be, easy you'll be
2: the dude I'll be Walter oh that means I have to cut my hair and then Mm -hmm. you'd be uh, Donnie yeah which is he have to shave I'm not going to have him. I know, I'm not going
1: to I, I mean, I had a shaving mistake, which is why my mustache
2: is so short. Oh, you'd make a great Donnie. You Come would make a fantastic Donnie. Because he's the only skinny person we know. Yep. Skinny um, lanky, we, we I can, look kind of we weird. Be, we can all be alternate universe, uh, no. uh, Big Lebowski, where you're clean-shaven, dude. No. I'm long-haired Walter Sobchak, and you're... Uh, <laughs> goateed. And you're goateed, Donnie. Mm. It'd be better if you were fat. You need to put on about 50 pounds between now and Halloween. I wish
1: I could. <laughs> <laughs> but I do not think it's even physically possible. I'd give it to you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> to
2: spare, right, Tom? You and I together. Buddy. I, can't, I can't. You and do I it. have enough weight to spare to make a extra Drews Drew I can't do it. We can have two Drews. I physically can't do it. Poor
1: guy. This poor guy. My body does not allow me to gain weight.
2: Uh, Well, I'm sure you can. Uh, Mind over matter and metabolism one day. Um, also, on top of that, so what you're watching, I'm also watching, I saw on Netflix, Fire Fraud. Fire fraud? No, not on Netflix, Hulu. The Fire Festival. Oh, yes. Fire yeah. Festival. How was that? Uh, okay, well, this is the Hulu one. There's also a Netflix one. I haven't watched a Netflix okay. one yet. The Hulu one's really, it's pretty
0: good. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. It's crazy. It goes into... Billy the McFarlane. netflix one is the one everybody knows about though people don't know about the hulu one no people know about the hulu one too because here's what's funny yeah which one gets a bigger play it's a netflix the one. netflix one
2: got the the most publicity going into it but then the hulu one dropped a couple days ahead of time and that one called fire fraud is it interviews billy mcfarland who was the organizer of the whole thing and the guy who is in prison now for six years yes, for for fraud, for fraud. Uh, for all sorts of fraud, just not not even tied to the festival, but so his whole empire was built on uh, on BS, and. um Sounds the, familiar. Oh, well, yeah, right. It's very familiar, exactly. And um, the social media company that they hired to help them uh, publish the pull off the whole event was this company called Fuck Jerry, and they also go by Jerry Media. And uh, they were very successful in getting the buzz for this event going, to get so many people to show up. And then you know the whole thing turned to shit. Show it was a fantastic shit show. Yeah. And um, Jerry Media, they're like, oh, we didn't know it was a fraud. We didn't know this thing was going to be pulled off. Blah blah blah. So this fire fraud. F- this Fire Fraud Hulu documentary, there's this guy, Oren, who used to work for Jerry Media, and he was like running point on that campaign, so um, this documentary, he's spilling it all. It's like, we knew this, we knew that, this is how all this went down. At the end of the documentary, there's like, here's Jerry Media's um, statement. They said, we had no idea, Oren is a liar and then they like that's paraphrasing Mm -hmm. they read that to Oren. he's sitting there right like you see him like listening to it and then he goes well fuck those guys (laughs) like that's his whole response just fuck those Mm -hmm. guys um the netflix documentary is co-produced by vice and jerry media it's their documentary on fire fraud so interesting so hulu drops this a few days ahead of time and at the end they're like talking about how yeah Billy McFront's going down but Ja Rule's getting away with all this yeah. stuff even though here he is doing a radio interview saying the whole festival is his idea um, and then Jerry Media like this one guy we they're complicit in this how come they're not taking any blame and then they no, and then they point out oh and Jerry Media and Vice they have their own uh, fire documentary they don't say that it's on Netflix but you know yeah. so they're, they're throwing like a big old Bucket of dirty dirty water Right on top of that Netflix documentary Like right before It's coming out Uh, So now I want to see Just be like Well then how did they frame This whole story And like what's different from uh, Apparently The Netflix Vice Media documentary Is more Um Shad and Freud, like uh oh look at all these dumb, uh wealthy kids, millennials spending their money on a festival that never materialized. Like they're mm. the idiots, you know.
0: Interesting. More politically correct. Hmm. Maybe yes yeah. Maybe, yeah,
2: right. As opposed to like look at these uh idiots playing with uh money yeah, in hundreds of thousands Yes, you know, uh how they sold VIP tickets to villas that didn't exist in order to pay off million-dollar loans to uh, shady uh, business partners. And then
1: hopefully get the villas built in the process? Apparently,
2: like, (laughs) two people got villas. Like, someone got a house. Okay. Like, one person enjoyed their stay. Okay, good for them. It's crazy. It's wild. And then there's also a lot about influencers and social media culture nice. and stuff like that too. So it touches on a lot of topics. It's really good. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. I get some beers. Uh, Drew, what are you watching? What are you streaming?
1: Uh, okay, so this week I've actually watched a bunch of movies on the streaming services. Right. Uh, I watched The Commuter, the Liam Neeson on a Train yes, movie.
2: that's from the guy who made The uh, the Airplaner. It's awful. Thanks, <laughs> Tom. It is awful. That's the one that's... where um, he is told to uh, do like, certain tasks yes. while on the, yes.
1: on the train. So it, so it starts off at, it, where it's like this cool little tight suspense movie. Yep. This, that, the other. Yep. Like an hour goes by and just when you think things ramp up because there's oh, a like fucking train wreck. <laughs> really? Right yeah. after the train wreck like it's like the entire movie stops for 40 minutes and mm-hmm. like there's... 40 minutes of exposition on what's actually going on and it's just Liam Neeson getting talked to and talking to other people
2: and then the movie ends and it is just not good at all. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So the movie is actually just an hour yes. and then 40 minutes of an epilogue? Yes. Well, that sounds lame. It's weird.
1: It's a very strange movie, Chris. Yeah, I've never seen anything quite like it. All right, the so Commuter. Not recommending. No. What streaming service do you see it on? Uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. Amazon Prime? Well, What's he say? Ballad of Buster Scruggs.
2: Oh yeah, you watched *Bustin' Scrubs*. I did. How'd you like it?
1: I got some more *Neesons*. The the, the *Neesons* ones, what? <laughs> the, some of the stories, six, w- six stories in total, were okay mm-hmm. and uh, kind of dour at sometimes. Some of them were. It was Most overall of them? overall a sad, yeah, melancholy um, type. And one. then the rest of them were just kind of okay as a whole. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably one of the. Cohen's least successful efforts.
2: Minor, minor Cohen. Yeah, minor Cohen. So, Still, Cohen brothers movie. But now. yeah, okay.
1: hmm
2: It's interesting. First. All right, and that's a Netflix one. Yeah, obviously that's Netflix. Anything
1: else? Uh, on Amazon Prime again, I watched a movie called uh, A Prayer Before Dawn.
2: A Prayer Before Dawn. It's
1: about a uh, an English guy who's hooked on drugs uh, in Thailand, wow. and is also a Muay Thai fighter. But he goes to prison, and then does Muay Thai fighting in prison.
2: Wow, why'd you watch that
1: one? Cause uh, it's starring one of the guys uh from Peaky Blenders. Okay. That I'd watched recently. Because you just watched recently. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that recently. So I figured out what the hell. Okay. And it was actually a movie that was on my radar on like the small release markets. It had a good trailer. That sounds like And it um, was kind of meh.
2: It sounds very like it would would have been made in the early nineties starring uh like Sasha Mitchell from uh Step by Step. Yes. But it probably would have had a, a lot of less tattooed brown people. Maybe a Mark the Costco style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure in the eighties, no yeah. brown people. Get mm-hmm. the brown people out there. Yeah. It's the eighties. So, this is like true Thailand prison stuff. A prayer so. before dawn, but yeah. still not that. good. No, uh... no, like
1: a, no. Oh, man, I got, I got excited for
2: a second. The there. best,
1: the best thing I watched was uh, a Netflix documentary called yeah. "Struggle: The Life and Lost Art of Sukolsky." Okay, and it's basically about this. Uh, uh, he's. It, for all intents and purposes, the greatest sculptor of the 20th century, and nobody's heard of him okay. because what makes a sculptor so great? Well, no, he's just—I mean, he—he's talent, like he just like the raw sculpting talent, like the things that he's made out. Like I mean, he—he's he, on par with the fucking the masters, like mm-hmm. Rodin and them. Like mm-hmm. he's, but he, it, at least in my view, I think he did a better job. But uh, he was he Polish by Polish. And uh, came up in World War One and then World War II. Uh, and he was kind of... I mean, he was a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. But like all geniuses, kind of crazy. Sure. Uh, kind of fell into a, a nationalist movement mm-hmm. of sorts, okay. which kind of made him a strange guy. Go- well, that, he also thought he was the best thing that ever hit the fucking world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he had a big ego and uh, kind of a nationalist attitude. And uh, at the beginning of World War Two, his entire workshop and all the work he had ever accomplished was all destroyed by bombs sure yeah wars will do that and then he came to America and then I think worked in an office for the last 40 years of his life and then some crazy dude met him and then documented all this stuff and now uh, the reason why the movie came out is because uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has been doing a lot of uh, production work these days with yep. documentaries yep. this is one of his uh, and there's actually a picture of young Leonardo DiCaprio sitting on this guy's lap because he, like I said he lived in Southern California hmm at The time apparently did some, a little bit of production work back in the day. Actually, did production work on the original King Kong, did the background paintings. Oh, wow! Um, but didn't like the work. He was he's he's a true artist. Mm. Like, th- this is the so, kind of guy whose work is good enough to be on a museum wall next to Van Gogh mm. and Dolly. Like, quality is of that character, mm-hmm. but he thinks that Van Gogh and Dolly are sellouts. <laughs> And like, and, and says it to the, like the curator's face,
2: and they're like, "Fuck you." Van <laughs> Gogh, did Van Gogh? Was that Picasso only sold like one painting? Yeah, Van Gogh only sold one yeah, painting but, no, before he died, and it was to his brother.
1: <laughs> but, but but he's that crazy artist asshole, though. Okay. He's that much of a fucking genius. And yeah. I, I hi, if, if you're into art at all, mm-hmm. I highly recommend watching this documentary because it's. A, it's all about an artist you've never, and he's one.
2: I mean, on par with fucking Da Vinci. I am into uh, insufferable geniuses. Yeah, because I do. Is, I do love. He's an insufferable genius. I do love the archetype of the person who is so impossible to reason with and work with, and even sometimes like you know talk to. You know, half the stuff they're saying is wrong. Yes, but then they do their thing. What they what they are labeled as a genius as? Yeah, well, this person's a genius. Yeah so I can't no no, exactly you you look they're right
1: you see some of these fucking sculptures that you've never seen before but it's like Dr. House but it's almost like you have seen it because of of the type of stuff that he does Mm. and the iconography Mm. that he uses and this that the other it's Mm. just it's fucking
0: good (sighs) struggle fine line between insufferable genius and insufferable yes there are uh
2: Tom, you want you, wanna, you wanna, let's let's name some beer insufferable geniuses out there do you want to throw some names out there Winnie? hell no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got him on that one uh as I'm enjoying my second second and a half uh Christmas cranberry cringle mm-hmm it is a Christmasy because of the cranberry, right? It's very unique. Yeah. A little tart mm-hmm. character to it. Yeah, the tartness of it is what Chris. I like. I also, I'm a big fan of Cosmos. Uh... No, lately, yes. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you and your mixed vodka drinks. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the one like, mixed vodka drink I really like. If I'm going to add sugar, let's go with the, uh, the Cosmos style. And that's a nice little cranberry forward
0: flavor. Mm. Yes. I wasn't mm. trying to. Jack, your discussion. I no, it's fine. No, no. It was, it was no you guys that, changed No, that, that, well, that was it. Yeah. Well, then I saw a couple movies. That's this, what I that was arguing to we'll we'll get into right the next. All right, Tom. Here we go. What you watching, buddy? You're going to be so disappointed. It's fine. going to be so fine. happy. Where we got? Year one.
2: Oh, the uh, Michael, Sarah, Jack Black, Jack Black.
0: Yes, I've never
2: seen it. How was it? (laughs) It was funny as hell. Yeah. All right, there we go. What's the premise of it? Is it that it's all of history, or is it just year? No. So here's
1: the thing: like, they are cavemen, and like, civilization is like just coming up. It's almost
2: kind of like a buddy cop fish
1: out of water thing. Because I think aren't they like in their own tribe, and somehow they get to like the big caveman city or whatever? Really? Yep. And they come in contact with, like,
0: civilization for the so, first time. So then
2: what's, like, the general story of it? What are they doing?
0: Oh, these two dummies, they're, they get kicked out of their tribe, yeah. and they meet the new civilization and somehow stumble into greatness. and Hilarious they sense. End they up saving upward. their old tribe's life oh, and being okay. the, you know, and getting the girl, you know, yeah. the gig.
2: Mm-hmm. Is it like uh, Flintstones, where it's, oh, yeah.
0: like, modern technology done with rocks
2: and stuff, you know? Like rock cell phones uh, and, uh, really. and feet no, cars. No not, no, not that.
1: Not not that inventive. Not that kind of stuff. No. no it was, who, it was, who did it? Is, no, is that a Patell? Hang on, let me,
2: that. let me check.
0: Let me check. I feel like it's someone who's kind of kind of popular actually. Who? And then Step Brothers. Ooh, I love Step Brothers. That was funny. I rewatched that. I'm,
2: uh, I'm a big fan of that one. Uh... Adam McKay you know now he does movies like Vice and, yeah. and The Big Short which is crazy Ugh. he doesn't do the uh, the comedy Harold anymore. Ramis Harold Ramis I knew was someone who's like a comedy legend uh, yeah it was one of the last movies he did before he passed away unfortunately
0: mm. and how about Patriot have you guys seen that it's a was Showtime it? uh, series no I don't know oh. not the Patriot, Patriot. Just, just Patriot yeah it's pretty wild I watched the whole series what's, uh, what's it about is it like a um, Homeland type of show uh, about this guy, that's uh, it's black original. ops. He's black ops, okay. and his dad keeps sending this crazy ass shit. And his dad is is. Just rabid to stop Iran from getting a nuclear weapon and okay. keep sending this kid into mm-hmm. these deathly situations. Whoa. And it's kind of a comedy, too. It's kind of funny. Oh, interesting. Uh, kind of American-made? American-produced? I think so. And a pretty, it kind of dark, a dark comedy, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. You
2: might enjoy it. Uh, on Showtime, I'm actually going to, that reminds me, I have to subscribe to the Showtime thing for my brother. I got it. <clears> Something like <throat> I don't know Shameless yeah. I think well, is, about that, is, about, is that about to start again? I don't know Billions? Don't, it, is Billions about to start? No idea Or I think it shows over I have to get HBO And I'm I still have HBO I need to
1: get
0: your password then Do you have Showtime? No Oh And I'm still watching You already have my Netflix
1: Yeah I know But I, I yeah, need man. to get HBO For Game of Thrones uh, The new season of True Detective Oh True Detective
2: That's And right And the, uh, the Watchmen show
1: Is that coming That they're in?
0: doing
2: Yeah Oh man HBO well, I have my HBO Yeah yeah I can get you that I need HBO uh, What else
0: I'm still watching The Walking Dead because it's like watching a train wreck, <laughs> man. So, so you're one of the just, few
2: million that's hanging on there.
0: Well, like I like that. just watching the, right. you know, watching just the desperation. Well, no, and exactly. you've
2: and you've watched
1: it for this long, so you might as well.
0: well. Well, I know exactly what happened. AMC never really did much, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they get this just huge, huge thing and it's they a juggernaut want, of a hit for them they right? want to milk that bitch for everything they can get and, and it's they've still, jumped the shark so many times yeah. trying it's just it's it's i watch it just to see what stupid shit they're going to you know <clears throat> try and do to salvage a show to get people to keep watching or t- <laughs> turning back in um is rick he, he's done now right
2: andrew lincoln i know, you know. <laughs> yes right he finished uh, how'd you when it, when it ended How'd you feel it, Did you feel sad Was it like Did it feel like An end of an era Being a, a... Oh
0: no I've got no Emotional uh, so Attachment It's just, to this gone It's a like joke. Well, Whatever It's over It's a joke That's and, a stare, and, and then the so way so They good. did it You know It's like the They told you who's just Last episode always yeah. oh, he's dying No oh, And then they Find out No he's not dying They snuck him away And he's gonna Do a feature film On another aspect Oh well, just, Really Yeah he's not done He's going over oh, there are uh, Doing in a feature film with him it's just AMC oh, milking that fucking wow. that cow genius no, t- a little bit further so they
2: take him away from the series for a while so people can f- kind of miss him for a minute then drop no, the that, movie
0: with him and they're on, there like you oh go. we got our Rick back for a whole movie that makes it a big event so, yeah, good point I didn't look at it that way but yeah they're gonna have that man. segment that goes I miss Rick yep and then, and then oh well then here's your Rick movie man geniuses
2: alright hey Cor- Carl's still alive too yeah, but is he? He's gone though, right? Didn't oh, they fire him? The poor kid, seventeen. He's... That seventeen year old. He was like, oh, he uh tried out for for Spider Man. He was in the running hmm. for um new Spider Man. Peter Parker. Yeah, for Peter Parker. Know, he's a little, he's a little soft in the face to be uh, a superhero. Yeah, you know they could have. Peter uh, Parker was smacked him around, uh, tied him up. He is supposed to be a, a kid though. I mean, I know. In the movies, like younger even than you
1: know. No, no, like sixteen years old. I, I get it. I think Tom but...
2: Holland is in his early twenties. Yeah, he's about to be. The current Spider-Man's about to be in another movie. Who's it going to be? Someone who's like, I feel like this guy's got to be an adult, and, but it's him. Oh, Uncharted.
1: Oh, he's Nathan Drake?
2: Yeah. Interesting. Does he feel like kind of young for that? He looks young. I feel like it, Nathan know, Drake should be like a 40-year-old, 35, 40-year-old type of dude. If
1: he can wear... Uh, if he can grow a 5 o'clock shadow, it'll be good can. enough. I don't think he can. <laughs> if he can't grow a 5 o'clock shadow, it's going to be rough. He needs he a 5 o'clock shadow.
2: I don't think he can. Uh year one Stepbrothers Patriot on Showtime and The Walking Dead. Those are the things that you're watching.
0: So Game of Thrones is coming back, man. Yep. And I read an cool. article that said it was like six movies.
2: Yeah. Six pictures. What, no, so, so, yeah. so which which I think means every episode is probably at least ninety minutes, That's yep. some maybe hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh Kit Harrington, um, the guy who's Jon Snow, he said that uh he thinks it's gonna like change the way people look at TV series and things like that, that HBO is going to change because so, it's so the game because so to it's going to
1: be like a mini series of TV movies, yeah. with the budget of feature films.
2: Yeah, well, well that's
0: okay. that's what we did with ten million dollar budgets probably per episode, that's ten what, to ten to twenty. That's what we did with Back, Earth to the Moon. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. We shot twelve episodes, one hour long episodes. Mm-hmm. Took us one year to do it. Wow. And spent. $52 million doing it. No, on, tw- on 12, so about right. $5 million per ep. Yeah, because even the most expensive, like
2: the expensive episodes of Game of Thrones of the last few seasons were... About $10 million Okay. in episode 10 to 11. Yeah, they
0: really shot their wad on a couple of those episodes. Yeah, they did. That's the thing. So
2: what like, uh, the, the, the one with the armies, the, the two battle, and mm-hmm. then the wall
0: episode, yeah. the big battle wall episode. And it was kind of funny. Like The episode after that was like uh, no budget. A smaller episode.
2: episode. That's the thing. That's the one where it's like Ian McShane sitting around a campfire telling a story for 10 minutes. So like every every episode isn't a ten million dollar episode. They have to like use their budget wisely. I think with this last season, every episode is gonna have to yeah. be like a ten million dollar.
1: Well, I mean, it's that this is the end. After this, there's yeah. there is no more. But, I mean, I'm sure they're going to be spin-off series here and there. Like, I'm, I'm sure we will they're not see on a the end of Westeros. No. Check this out. Correct. Check Correct. this
0: out. Imagine if HBO was as fucking desperate as AMC and they just milked Game of Thrones like uh, AMC milked Ugh. Walking Dead. They, they are casting the
2: prequel series right now. Mm-hmm. And S.J. Clarkson, uh, who was going to be the first female director of a Star Trek movie... Um with Paramount, she dropped out of that because that movie's not moving forward, and she is now developing and will direct the first uh, the pilot of the Game of Thrones prequel series for HBO.
0: The nice. Walking Dead has a concurrent spinoff. Who the, the, fe- the fuck has ever done that? Yeah. Has that ever Dead been done? A concurrent one. A know. concurrent spinoff. I can't I can't ever think I can't I mean, think do, of one.
1: Does the Cleveland show count?
0: Yes. Family guy
2: and the Cleveland show, but it's animated, okay. so you can get right, away with right. that. Um, it's a different world. Was a spinoff, right? Was not this Cosby show? I don't know. Yo, yes, you're right. Or I you're think right. those are going off on the same time. No. Okay. All right. So, but it's rare. But we can do this. We can do this. No. Um, <laughs> everything else I can think of though is like, the spinoff happens after the show is yeah. done.
0: Yeah, I feel like Fear of the Walking Dead was in the height of Walking Dead popularity. Like, like let's do another one. Sal was a spinoff, of course, from Breaking Bad. Yeah, I better call Saul. And that, yes, yeah, uh,
2: such a good series. I love that series,
0: but
1: the, they didn't run concurrently, though.
2: Correct, did not. And technically,
1: correct. Better Call Saul is although it has flashbacks, that it has flashbacks, but it's a prequel. Well, it's both, but it is a prequel. It's both <laughs> well. the black and white stuff is after, but the color stuff's all before. Well, there's only
2: one scene of that in the that first episode. But yeah, well, one. no, they,
1: they keep running it back. I've been watching, I didn't
2: see the
0: last season. Yeah, no, I've,
2: I've been watching the last season.
1: Here's one.
0: Spinoff Rivals or Overtakes, the original. Any of those?
2: Mm. Um, there are people who are, speaking of Better Call Saul, there are people who are fans of Better Call Saul more than Breaking Bad because it's more of an adult, a little more slower pace, more refined of a story than Breaking Bad actually was. Breaking Bad was a little more blood and guts.
0: Uh, you'd be hard-pressed to, to find many people to agree with Better Call Saul was a better... There's better some people
2: out there. There are some out there.
0: Um, but there are also people out there who just like something that's new. So, you know, there could always be
2: that thing. What about the Sons of Anarchy thing? That didn't work. Did no, it? people don't, oh, don't yeah, like what, it. Oh, yeah, what happened to that? That Mayans show yeah. that they didn't build up for a while. My brother was looking forward to it. I don't think he watched it. Um... I like heard nothing of it. All that I saw the it, marketing, Marvel TV, marketing, marketing, and then just crickets. They, they did the Marvel TV show, Agents of Shield, is essentially a spinoff of the movie. That was the super Marvel popular, movies, and I think people are love they still that doing shit. it. And then that show has its own spinoffs with, uh, I think, the Runaways. I think is a, a spinoff of that maybe. R- Runaways is that is a Marvel Brian spinoff? Wow, man, then there's another Marvel. It's like two characters. <laughs> I can't think of them there's so many of these stupid comic book shows now you yeah. know you know what's funny so um, my my brother uh, was watching he's watching the Punisher series so oh, I oh yeah and I walked into the living room the new uh, season 2 oh okay and I walked in well, I never in. finished season 1 I only watched like one episode two but I walk into the the random uh, I walk in on a random scene he's like walking into a Russian gym and like all these big tough dudes just surrounding the Punisher I'm like oh this is, I think this is gonna be a fight scene so I stand there to watch it and then it turned into this big, elaborate fight scene, extremely brutal and, and intense and really, really well-made. I was like, oh, I was watching, oh, watching, you know, like, oh, my God. At one point, I thought he was done for, and then he turns around and he destroys this guy's face. I'm pretty sure the guy's dead. And um, as i was watching it, I'm like, the movie I just saw, Glass, was building up to, you know, a big fight scene. It was supposed to be a big fight scene between these two powerful beings. And then the, the, the fight was so stodgy and boring. So it was like the Harry Potter stuff. It is kind of like the Harry Potter thing, where it builds up the just going like uh, a zap. zap. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah, and it's over. <laughs> it was more like a struggle, but protracted struggle. That's really boring to watch, as opposed to this Punisher scene, where it's like, whoa, this is really intense and and interesting and fun. So uh, anyway,
1: well, yeah, I mean, Punisher killing people is the best part of Punisher.
2: He didn't necessarily kill them. He was just like uh, there were there well, uh, uh, smart use of weights. Well, no, exactly, and, and, and bars and weight I mean, bars. That and was that a- exercise equipment. That was my
1: favorite part of uh, the very short-lived and unpopular Punisher video game. That was kind of like a rip-off on Max Payne. Yeah, but the thing was, eventually, as you played the levels, like your your job was just to kill everybody. Sure, um, but you could uh, get extra punishment by like interacting with the environment around you. Like mm. I chromed a couple people. Nice. Like in a Chrome Shop, I just straight they're made out of crumb now. Nice. You know, throwing people in alligator pits and stuff like that yeah. and going through Bane saws. I mean, that's, that's the fun
2: part. Ba- bane saws, yes, going through Bane saws. Yes, give me the saw and I will cut him in half <laughs> for you, Punisher. We will work together. That's my Bane joke, Tom. I do a character called Bane. He's from the Batman movies. Um, Tom's just looking at me like, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah, you, you need your bane I don't have my bane man. I can use the... Uh... Yes, yes, Batchback. Uh, a little echoey. It's a little echoey. I am Bane, but I fell down a well.
1: <laughs> Quick, Jimmy. Whatever you say, Jeremy Irons. I thought you were You're basically just doing a
2: Jeremy Irons impression oh. into a cup. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Well, I mean, Tom Hardy doing a South American accent is just Jeremy Irons. <laughs> let's take a break. Guys, let's take a break. Uh, we, I have at least one or two emails to send to Drew uh, to read, and then I have some movie news stories, so we'll do that. And then we'll be back with the second half of Cinema Crespity. So, you guys Chris, ready? What? Drew? I, just it, Drew. I, just, I just want to say one thing. Say um, it, I just want to say one thing. The
1: number three movie this week was Dragon Ball Super Broly. It, it made like made seven point
2: six 10? million dollars million. Isn't that incredible? What? You know what? We'll talk a little bit about that in the second half of the show for sure. We'll definitely bring that up, all right? That is crazy. Thanks for bringing that up, Drew. I, think you're welcome. I just thought it was nuts. Nice. It is nuts. We'll talk about it. <laughs> back as we go when we are refilled on our cranberry cringles mm, 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 mm. Mm. ah that's so good just like i would chris crossbow tom the beer guy remember when that was your nom de plume for like thanks to sbk live it's like here comes tom the beer guy it was how i and i'd you.
0: walk into a 7-eleven and buy something and then somebody'd hear my voice and they go are you tom the beer guy
2: <laughs> yes yes those were, those were No, quite often
0: they didn't ask me. They just knew they I just was. They just knew you were. Especially <laughs> when you were buying, like, this guy's buying beer.
2: Let me put two and two together. Uh, that's how we met, Tom. You know, hanging out in the parking lot after, speak live on Friday nights. Those then, were some good times. Those, those were good times, Drew. Uh, we were I a, wasn't there. You were not there, no. we were. I was parking. We were drinking in the parking lot. Yeah, sometimes I'd come home and then you'd be like, hey, Drew. I was in the parking lot for the last two hours. Mm-hmm. But it was a cool parking lot because it was outside a radio station. They had no idea the things that went outside that radio station.
0: Kevin brought a lot of awareness to me on on just kind of the the black, mo- the black situation, with yeah. what black people go through. Oh you know? sure, yeah, being black in America and that type of thing, and yeah, yeah. He, it just moved me when he said, "Tom, me getting stopped by the police." whole different traffic mm. stop than you getting stopped by the police. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, I, I took about six seconds to digest that and I went, whoa, mm-hmm. you something, are so right. Something so simple, right? But it does take like actually talking to someone to realize, yeah. oh my... But on my perspective, isn't universal. And I, I'm Kevin's the same kind of man as I am. As so he don't want to be fucked with one bit. No, yeah. Mm-mm. not at all.
2: Just le- leave him to his pepper garden. So you're gonna leave fuck him to with me smoker. because of
0: the color of my skin? Yeah, that's gonna. That's be even you, worse. I couldn't
2: imagine being any more pissed worse. off. Man, oh, Kevin. Kevin's a great guy. We love him. You know he's doing. He's got the Soul Brother Kevin show. On uh on the radio over there in Tampa, Tampa yeah mm-hmm. and then uh, I don't know what he's doing with that SBK live uh the podcast he's been he's always still in the back of his mind wanting to do it you know but he's a busy guy now plus he's got that, that whole kidney thing trying to stay alive yeah uh shouts to SBK we love him he's the best and let's jump into some emails we have an email from ron we do ron is one of our patreons one of our patrons patrons our, our they're pa- not
1: patreon we it's, are on Patreon. we are on they patreon are, they are patrons we are on
2: Patreon, and they are patreons <sighs> it's like they're like the money giving eons of the universe mm. right protons eons patreons sure and uh for anywhere from one to five dollars a month you can get our bonus episodes uh ron is one of our head patrons we appreciate him and he also sends us emails so uh, drew take it away
1: We've got an email from Ronit entitled, This Weekend is Intense. Hey guys, hope you're all doing well. I know uh, about the Dragon Ball Super movie and how well it's doing in America. Uh, What's a lot of screens and showings and throughout the states and the first two million opening night is understandable. Do you think other animes
2: can do as well? Interesting. It's called Dragon Ball Super, right? Yes, Dragon Ball Super Broly. Broly, so it's about Broly. Broly is a character that's been around for a while. Um, I don't think any. you can just plug any other anime into theaters and expect I mean, it to make as much money. Dragon Ball has been around in unless, America for a while. Well, no,
1: exactly. Not, not unless it's one of these super popular Americanized ones, you know, like uh, uh, the Pokemon movies they go huge
2: here in America. Pokémon is the only other example I can think of of an anime, of a Asian cartoon that could do well in theaters here in America.
1: Or I mean and even there are underground stuff too like even I remember in maybe high school maybe even early college seeing the
2: Vampire Hunter D new one yeah, in theaters n- not as popular because there's no Vampire Hunter D show to no. that played on uh, Toonami you Correct. know after school yeah. Dragon Ball was on yeah, it was after on every school day, TV every day. Yeah. you know um. so yeah it makes sense that all these years later would be uh, is that nostalgia is that part of the nostalgia or is it just how did they manage to stay relevant all I don't these years know later? I haven't kept up with it I don't I don't watch it anymore I don't watch it but uh, when I see it I'm like oh yeah that looks cool it's Dragon Ball but then I don't know I don't watch that at all. Do you know anything at all about Dragon Ball, Tom? Anything at all whatsoever? Quick, what do you what do you know about Dragon Ball? Go.
0: I have had this little, shit, um, I don't even know what to call model of one of their characters. Yeah, yeah. Sitting on the floor in my living room forever. What does he look like? He's blonde, spiky hair, yeah, muscular very. dude. Alright, so it yep. sounds like Super Saiyan Goku. Yeah, <laughs> orange, <laughs> jumpsuit orange jumpsuit. jumpsuit. Yeah, that's Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And he, I didn't know who he was. I don't know where it came from, but it's just, it's, it's found a spot in the corner of my living room. It's very funny. And it's, and he doesn't offend me, so he's cool. So he hangs out on a, it's cool you have a
2: little Japanese guy hanging out in your room. Uh, I, I Technically,
0: you, he's a Saiyan. He's from another planet. He is but. an alien
2: but uh, like Clark
0: Kent he looks like yes. you know, the people who have now my him. kids are grown but I can only guess it was left over from them probably must have, must have been because uh, this stuff was on Japanese TV in the
2: early 90s and then made it to American TV in the mid to late 90s and that's been around since then so, uh, yeah, I think your kids, uh, we're around the same age, I think. Maybe they're a little younger. But like I said, it's been around for a while, almost ubiquitously, right? Yeah. There's video games that they've been putting on on PlayStation for a while. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, those uh, Dragon I Ball Z think, Fighter games, they get, they're just getting crazier and crazier. And they make those, like,
2: first in Japan, and then yeah. just port them over to American audiences, right? Correct. So yeah. there, well, it's already yeah, a phenomenon a over there. title over there, so... But I feel like, even though it's a Japanese thing, yeah. it's almost like they're... Mickey Mouse, Goku. Kind of. Goku and Pikachu. It's like, Goku, Pikachu, um, uh, I'm Superman, sure. Homer Simpson, Mickey Mouse. Those I are mean, your most recognizable really, characters they, in the world. They really world. love Spider-Man over there, too, for whatever reason. Oh, I guess yeah. Everyone loves Spider-Man. Everyone loves Spider-Man. You're like Spider-Man, right, Tom? Well, who doesn't love Spider-Man? Exactly. He's such a lovable, campy guy. Um, yeah, I think those are your most popular characters in the world right now. So it starts with Mickey Mouse. But then, bottom five. Yeah. Goku.
1: Uh, talking about the Battle Angel Alita title coming up. Okay. Uh, I can't find the original anime anymore, but I remember it being a tentpole movie back in the early 90s. Oh,
2: wow. So I'm hoping that it does really well this February. I didn't know that they made uh Well, I mean, it makes sense that they would have made a movie previously, but I only knew it as a manga, as a publication. Uh,
1: But this weekend, Glass... I saw Glass, which I enjoyed thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cinematography was great. Oh the cinematography so already- I it, uh, sorry. That's I text to speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the cinematography was great and the com- and as a comic book fan I thought the twist made perfect sense. Uh, I might be in the minority but I'm kind of used to that. But this weekend also on Netflix you have tons of new shows like Frankie and Grace. New season of Punisher, Hulu's Future Man, which is great and so funny. Uh, with this being a three-day weekend, I'm sure I can try to get most of it in. Did you know that Tumblr still has porn? Does it really? It's kind of hard to find, but it's still there. <laughs> it's how I stay young and youthful. But I, but I, uh, I use them and uh, and I have used Tumblr for the fandoms. Uh. After primetime, you can go on there and look at what's trending and see what shows are on the top ten. Okay. And that way you can get to know what's popular amongst the young in pop culture TV. Oh, smart. I'm glad that Brooklyn Nine-Nine and that A Good Place are high up there. Are you going to watch The Orville, which is really good? Which is really good. Really, really good. I'm going to watch the last episode of Titans on the DC Universe as well. I think Drewster would love it. I'm done pooping, so I guess I'll get some breakfast. (laughs) Hope you guys have a great three-day weekend.
2: Crespo Dome Battle, Ken Jong
1: versus Patton Oswalt.
2: Oh my goodness! Okay, a lot going on in this email. Well, we'll, let's go back and start with the. So he liked glass. He liked glass. He liked it quite a bit. I liked. I thought the twist in the movie was fine. It was a fine Shyamalan twist. Uh, I just felt like it was. um, I felt like it could have just made its own movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could have just been its own movie instead of making it into a twist type of thing. Again, I'm not. I'm not trying. To but get it's Shyamalan. Away. That is it. the way he does he movies. He gives away a twist. He twists things up so often. He's a twister. Okay. Uh, and then he said, "Let's get into the shows." He was mentioning. Uh, he likes Frankie and Grace. I haven't seen any of it. The new Punisher season. Like I said, that fight scene was really cool. Was and Hulu's Future Man. Um, Future Man. Also, I haven't seen anything mm-hmm. about that whatsoever. I mean,
1: I've seen previews for it, but I never watched the show. Um, I believe. I believe it's
2: Lord. I haven't seen any of Orville. I believe it's Future Man is Lord Miller. Is it? I haven't seen any of Orville, which is for oh. Seth MacFarlane. Oh, no. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Oh, so I like Rogen and Goldberg. I like them. Yeah. Right, so maybe I should watch Future Man. But I also haven't watched the last season of Preacher. Me neither. I haven't on my recording list. Yeah, I, mean, I, have not I, haven't, I haven't watched it. Um, Orville The reviews for it Weren't that great But people are watching it Because it's on the Second or third season I Second think. Second season So good for them And then uh, Titans are you going to watch Any of that You can get on that DC streaming thing Ah probably probably not it's extra streaming all these streaming services yeah, I don't need any more streaming services we're gonna talk in a minute about all the different services you can subscribe to and you know whether it because you're you've cut the cable
0: a while ago right Tom absolutely yeah every mm-hmm.
2: time I come over to your place you got YouTube pulled up or something YouTube that's a, TV, YouTube um, TV
0: YouTube premium are about 90% of what right. I really watch it's like uh, I like my uncle and aunt I oh, only YouTube it's all everything's on there that's how they watch everything and I've got uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime too, as well but no, not very, on that very much it's very basic there's so
2: many other options out there now it's ridiculous DC through Warner Brothers you can now subscribe to just a DC only streaming service Tom that has comic book based shows and movies DC stuff it's, it's hmm. well, how much is that Drew? can you look that up so we can hmm. see how much this DC service is I'm gonna take a guess and say between 6 and 8 dollars a
0: month not that much. I've got to think you're a pretty serious fan when you get to that point, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're a real yeah. DC Comics guy so, to do that. To the point where you
2: have to subscribe to a whole new service to watch these side shows about very lesser known characters it's not like they're doing batman shows so
0: their numbers aren't going to be huge their numbers are going to be a sliver of netflix's so then how
2: can they produce this type of content uh financially in a financially stable way i think they just uh have an ongoing library that probably they work off of well they can show their old any of their old batman movies any of their old superman movies it's warner brothers
0: they have the rights to that
2: stuff so they can automatically their library with all their old comic And quite book frankly,
0: stuff. if you want to watch that, you got to pay them, you six bucks a month, you know? They, yeah. They've got the ability to know. Unless, go, no, you... this is the only place you can see this. Yeah, man. yeah. unless you own it already, <laughs> like a hard copy
2: of it, which no one owns hard copies of anything anymore. I was walking through a store this morning looking at all the DVDs, brand new Blu rays of new movies. I'm like, who's buying? Who's buying these? Yeah, look at those red box machines that are all over the place. I am not really? I think people still rent. But I'm wondering who buys, but people still people do still get rent. that even not even not that many though it's all dying business
1: oh so it's 7.99 a month
2: oh i said between six and eight
1: or 74.99 a
2: year which comes out to what i can do the uh let me see i have this that comes out to bah, 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 six dollars and 25 cents a month that's a tight demographic that's gonna spend that money for spend, the, spend that six bucks a month you know what else is gonna come out to a right around that same price
0: the Disney Plus streaming service—that might be worth it. Yeah, that, that may got, be worth the six hundred well, bucks. Uh, that's your babysitter for your kids. So yeah, it is right. Considering what well, the they have and Marvel, uh, Star Wars. Yeah, I was
1: about to end all the Marvel and Star Wars series that are g- g- going to be coming out. They're gonna for be put whatever. In, they're
2: producing new stuff for this for the streaming service. Plus, all their movies will be on that service. But even saying that, their overall library will still be smaller than Amazon Prime and it will still be smaller than Netflix so that's why it will come in at a lower price point than all of those services for Uh, the first few years well Disney would argue that their content is a better quality. it is uh, they can make that argument all day because they are right. Netflix makes so much stuff. <laughs> and it's mostly like, garbage. Like
1: Slug. Oh,
2: my God. Seriously, it's so bad. Their,
1: their, their, t- their series are hit or miss, mostly yes. miss. Yeah, their movies days. are hit or miss, mostly like miss. even more than mostly miss. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that Netflix really does well is their documentaries. And most of the time, they're pretty fucking out of the park. Documentaries are good.
2: Yeah, documentaries are good. But a lot of times, then, too, are they even producing? I guess they are. They are Netflix films. But sometimes it's stuff that I mean, they I'm just sure they're pure.
1: Pa- I'm, I'm sure that they all just pick
2: mm, it up. They just yeah. dropped a big price increase, didn't they? Yes, they did. We're, we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. But Ron had another part of his email. Let's do his Crespo Dome. Let's do the Crespo Dome Battle. Ken, Ken Jong versus Patton Oswald. In, in this corner, this corner doctor Dr. Penn, Ken Jong. And against who? Pat Oswalt. And in from parts unknown, Patton Of we don't battle. Here we go. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Hey, it's the sixth anniversary. We had that fun with it. The two men enter. Uh, both men leave because this is a theoretical battle. No one's getting hurt here. Who is the better actor? Dr. Ken Jung, or... Patton Oswalt drew. You can start. Mm, I mean, we got crazy Asian guy from I'm, hangover. I'm
1: pretty sure Patton Oswalt has actually the, the longer career. it has been around longer. Uh and has probably made more money and has been more successful. He's actually done drama. But I really like what Little work Ken Jeong has done, so I'm going with him.
2: You're going Ken Jeong. Mm. All right. Uh Tom, who do you like more, Patton Oswalt or Dr. Ken Jeong?
0: Well, I think the Asian dude is pretty funny, mm-hmm. but Patton Oswald. Going you know. Patton Oswald. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm saying for a
2: better actor, I do like Ken John quite a bit. I think he has that it thing that helps in comedies. But Patton Oswald just based on the movies, big fan and um young adult. And happy. He's the voice of the He's it Happy? I haven't seen Happy yet. He's he's the voice of the But it's like a comedy type thing though.
1: Dark comedy, but I'm talking Dark, about so violent. I'm, yeah, but
2: big fan and and young adult. in Those movies, he's actually playing like characters with like the the nuance of them, and and he does a really good job. I don't think Ken Chung has actually had even had that opportunity to do that no, yet. I don't think so so uh, I'm going to go with Patton also
0: And you remember, I I kind of favor the white people. Oldest, yeah, I understand that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I favor the old established over the latest greatest. Oh and sure, you know, yeah. Although we were talking about that in beer earlier, you know. Guy, he's uh, a he's, he's a hot new. He's a hot new. Beer that's out, everybody wants to try. <laughs> he's the brood IPA,
2: <laughs> but we're all about that American IPA right now. I get that came across a little racist. I'm sorry. The um no, you're right because Pat Oswald's been kicking at least since the '90s. Yeah, huh? he's OG. Probably even doing some behind the scenes stuff we weren't aware of in the late 80s. I wouldn't be surprised, right? Yeah. And then King John started maybe 10 years ago with the hangover. Was he even in the first one? Or was he in the second one? He was in the first one. Yeah. So he lucked into a good well, role. That, that, and he it, was in community as well. And community. I think community was maybe where he started. But either way, yeah, he was already a very successful doctor who had a career yeah, and, and yeah, just yeah. like he did was a acting doctor. for fun. Like, like I'm just going to do this on the side and then ended up being hugely successful doing that I think it helps and he jokes about this in his interviews it helps for him to be like you know what I'm just going to do whatever I want to do with this acting thing if it all falls apart I'll just go to my fallback career of hugely successful doctor yeah you know it's like oh poor me I got to go back to this career that I've established and I make so much money in already but uh, he seems to be happy yeah. as, as a comedian We'll see on now he's doing something now yeah Ah, uh, see. I think he's on a TV and, show right uh, now.
1: Yes. His T V show, Dr. Ken.
2: Yeah, that's right. He has his own show. It's still going, really? Yeah. Dave, Is it a comedy? No, no, only twenty fifteen twenty sixteen. Yeah, I think that one canceled. Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall was on that show. Yeah. That's why I'm not even aware of it. I'm a huge Kids in the Hall fan. What oh, I watched Kids in the Hall when uh, he's yeah, Hall was so... like fresh. Well, in the late eighties when it first came out, I watched it in the Comedy Central reruns in the mid nineties. Uh-huh. And then they put it on Netflix. The whole thing, uh, like ten years ago, and I rewatched the whole thing like twice through because I lady. Love it so much. Chicken lady, the chicken lady. Oh my god, <laughs> such a gotta that's, get laid. That's very hashtag me too there, chicken lady. <laughs> yeah. But the other way. Um, all right, who's gonna win in a fight though, Ken Jong or Patton Oswald? Uh Well, Patton Oswalt is probably older. He's a, he's a little older, doughy kind of guy. Uh, he's doughy. Although. Doesn't look like he can really move all
1: that. I mean, he's. Yeah, but the doctor's
0: only about 107 but pounds. he's isn't recently
2: he? had. Yeah, I think we have a weight disparity here. And mm-hmm.
1: Pat Oswald's recently had some
2: tragedy in his life, so he might have some built up aggression. Correct, with his wife passing away. But he's also been remarried since. So, oh, has he? Yeah, he has. Okay. He,
0: uh, let me tell you, young fellows, never doubt the, the ability, the treachery an old man can bring. All
2: right. So, okay, let's get some answers then. <laughs> Drew, who's going to win in a fight?
0: Ken Jong. I'm going with Ken Jong. Ken Jong Tom. I get a little meaner every year, so I'm going with the yeah, old guy. Yeah, and also with yeah. old,
2: the older guy, I'm, oh man, you know what? I am going to have to go with Ken Jong on this one just because even though he's smaller, I think it's going to make him faster. And Kung Fu, speed determines the winner. Also, he's a doctor, so he probably knows like just where to get you right in the, in, the, in the throat here, the deltoid or some sort of thing to incapacitate you. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea what kind of doctor he is. He so. was on an episode of Magnum PI. The new uh, Magnum PI, obviously not the old Magnum PI. Uh, all right, so I'm going to go with Doctor Ken John. So they split. It's you know, a, he's it's just split.
1: He's got an MD from uh, UNC Chapel Hill.
2: Oh, hey, there you go. Go. Uh, he, he
1: graduated from Duke and then got his MD at UNC.
2: Go Blue Hens, Tar Heels, same thing. Um. Yeah. So Netflix. They got a big price hike. Thanks, Ron. We appreciate the email. But you can email us if you want cinema. Media, so gmail.com and we'll read it. Netflix announced a price hike. They are raising their rates anywhere from 13 to 18% uh, based on the plan that you have. Uh, so their basic plan will go up $1 from 8 to 9 and then other things like the uh, the standard subscription for Netflix HD will go from 11 to 13. The 4K plan will go from 14 to 16. I have no idea. I don't even know what my plan is. I, I signed up so long ago. It could be anything yeah.
0: You're grandfather then.
2: I am. And when they did the hike a few years ago, I didn't get that initial... They were like, this is the price new price for new people. Uh, all you old subscribers, you're good for like the next two years. But that was like three or four years ago. So I think my... I don't know I'm not paying attention to my bills it's probably a bad thing mm-hmm. probably part of one of my part of the reason for many of my problems is yeah. because I don't pay attention to the money the outgoing money mm-hmm. but uh yeah so Netflix is upping their price Disney's come out on a new service we got the DC service there's Hulu there's Amazon Prime there's um Criterion was on a service called Filmstruck that just closed there's uh Crackle which is Sony's there's uh, Voodoo Voodoo uh, which has free and stuff for rent, right? So it's not a subscription service so much as it is just a library. Yeah. No. Um, Canopy is for. Uh, um, people who have library actual libraries like the orange county public library system you have a library card mm-hmm. you can access this online database of movies for free you have a library card on? yeah i do it's, it's called it. canopy it's called canopy with a k k-a-n-o-p-y
0: free movies free movies you can sign up with your orange county uh, public library card. no way yeah and those are the uh, copyrights are gone on them and they're no free. i mean uh, some of it's I mean, new, yeah. newer
1: releases and stuff like that i think it's just advertising that's all there,
0: yeah, there may be ads
1: on them. Mm. There
2: may be ads, but it's free to use. All you have to have is a library card, which is pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. So there's so many things you use YouTube, Red, you pay for YouTube the premium. TV, T- TV. What's that? What's the difference between Man, that? Man, it's
0: got it's just like cable. It's got live TV. Yeah. You can scroll through all the channels, mm-hmm. and it'll it's got uh, unlimited cloud. You just choose what you what TV shows you want to watch, yeah. and it records them for you. It's what, I'm pretty pleased with it. Have you heard of Pluto TV? Negative. Pluto TV is a free app. It's there's live
2: streaming TV, live movies, and uh, and they throw commercials, they throw ads in there. Um, but it's like pretty decent. And they have weird channels like the Chive TV channel, the Minecraft TV channel, which is like I think it's just watching people playing Minecraft. Like, so it's like Twitch, like Twitch. That channel is like Twitch. Um, uh, but then they have uh, a one channel that is like the weed channel, ostensibly. So then it's like a lot of vice documentaries about weed, and then a lot of like Doug Benson stuff mm-hmm. smoking weed uh they have um yeah he's got a tv show out doesn't he yes one called um uh getting dug with high yeah, yeah that he was doing on youtube but now when you go to pluto tv it's always it's like one channel is just playing that show over and over it's ridiculous um there's uh one channel that's something but animal videos That's like cat no cat cat yes. videos one channel is cat videos
0: um, it's like the internet comes to life in,
2: in, yeah. in a That's in right. TV provider
0: I just got a smart TV not long ago mm-hmm. and I'm still kind of learning it. I got my base apps on mm-hmm. it that I use of course but it, it recommended this you know weird thing that I actually tried. I was surprised yeah. when I tried it and it was a bunch of channels like you're talking about. Mm. The, the, there's, the, a, there's a, the few Kitty of these. Cat channel or whatever, you know. It's like really? It's it's
2: crazy. It's ridiculous what and then it's just you're watching it and every few oh. minutes they cut in with a, a Ford
0: commercial. They had a um funnier die channel, which I thought was yes. cool. Yes, yeah, funnier die TV. Yes, yeah, funnier die. So they have like websites after their own channel. Uh, I saw now. like Batfight. Have you seen remember Batfight? I don't, I don't
2: know remember. Batfight no. But that's <laughs> the thing, so now you're seeing things that are like were web videos. Now they're TV channels and yeah. stuff. Um, so there's so many different things. What you, I mean, Netflix also. Rumor, not rumors, speculation. Speculation. That uh, they may not be around in a couple of years. Netflix, who knows? Because they're blowing through so much cash. Um, their debt that they've loaded themselves with is so astronomical. that They're like uh, Wall Street money types who look at their business model and they're like, This can't be... This can't be sustained for the next few years. Uh, So who knows? There's a possibility that Netflix could be gone because they've got... So
1: be it. They flew too close to that stuff. The the originator normally doesn't last for that long. Well, Ford's still here.
2: Ford is still here. That's true. Yeah, but it's not his original idea. Mm, So Netflix is going to have to evolve even more before they find themselves dead. I mean, Ford wanted to literally grow cars out of the ground. Well, that was you know during the end when he was crazy. And he had syphilis. Remember when he had Ford had... Simplest? No, th- th-
1: this was before. Oh, that's Al Capone. I'm thinking of Al Capone. <laughs> this was before. Eh? For, for, Ford's initial idea was to use hemp-based products, but then the United States made hemp illegal, so he couldn't.
2: Oh, he was going to make hemp cars. Yeah, he
1: was, he was going to literally grow
2: cars out of the ground. All right. would've been fine with that. Yeah. i would've been fine with that. Um, Kevin Hart is making the Monopoly movie. Excuse me. Kevin, so, Kevin Hart is making the Monopoly movie. Is he going to be the mustached man that runs around with the top hat? No, you know what? I don't know what he's going to be, but there's a chance that. Um, is he going to be the shoe? They've been trying to make, make a Monopoly movie for, at this point, mm, ever. Two decades, at least. I'm sure, minimum. The, the
1: problem is. Ridley how do you... Scott
2: almost made a Monopoly movie. Directed. Ridley Scott, for a while, was going to direct the Monopoly movie. And when he was doing it, the story was about going into the world of Monopoly. Live action. But going into the world of it. So maybe Kevin Hart falls into the world of Monopoly where he's gotta get in a shoe stay and clump on down to Baltic Avenue and, and watch out and, for the and, yes. and
1: stay in hotels and
2: pay income taxes. And get on the reading railroad and uh take it to park place and get broke I and mean, mortgage his uh, his uh, well, stake def- at the waterworks. He's
1: to I mean he's gonna get out of jail get out of jail free card
2: that he's gonna have to use at a certain moment in time yes it's gonna be weird it's, they want to make this movie and now it it's, it's out. sounds awful uh, then yeah but, I'm not I'm not you're, not, at, you're not into it, 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 it you're not I'm, movie? I'm trying here but no gonna be directed by Tim Story Tim Story did the first two Fantastic Four movies as <gasps> well as I think the first Barbershop if not the first two and um what else did he do Tim Story did something recently that made a bunch of so money he does oh make... Ride Along Tim Story did the first Ride Along movie. so he does not make good movies mm, not really <laughs> okay. Not really, but um, uh, Carl Vernon knows him. Well, good for that. So that makes Tim Story a friend of a friend of the show. I'm, I'm just saying we're trying to, who doesn't make I'm just very, very good movies. Let's, let's get him on to explain him. Explain yourself.
1: Why are your movies not that good? Come
2: on, Tim Story. Not even that. Just how come you're making... Why? What's the What's the approach? What are you going to do for a Monopoly movie? Not the first time they've made a movie based on, on some sort of game. Of course, battleship. we have the amazing Battleship. Or toys. Transformers. G.I. Joe. Yeah. It's all Hasbro. Yeah. Uh, Monopoly's doing the, uh, the Hasbro movie. There's also the Clue movie, right? Remember Clue? Well, was there? Yeah, with uh, Tim Curry as the uh, as the butler Michael McKeon is in it as was he Colonel Mustard no for, he's Professor Plum for some
1: reason my
2: mind has erased the that clue entire movie? thing from do you remember the Clue movie no this is remember. maybe early 80s early in the mid 80s and um a bunch of people all a bunch of actors play it's all the like Professor Plum yeah. and everyone's a murder mystery uh, Mr. Body invites everyone to a mansion and then the light goes off the light comes on Mr. Body is dead so now it's like we gotta figure out who killed him and the whole movie is I'm trying to figure it out yeah. and then the gimmick was depending on where you saw the movie like in the country or in the theater they had four three different or four endings. different endings and then it would be each ending was Tim Curry running around explaining this happened here and then he grabs everyone runs to the next room and this happened here and then he runs and explains how this is why the back this like secret exit window it's a showcase for Tim Curry to be great. It's not a good movie. Interesting. It's not good. I'm, guys, trust me. No, it's not good. It's not good. No.
1: But you should watch it. Okay. You should watch it. The Clue movie. I'll make sure I don't.
2: Um. So we'll see. We'll see how this happens here with the... Uh, that sounds like an awful idea. Final story here. Actually, two more stories real quick. They're making another Ghostbusters... This one apparently it's going to be a uh, pass the torch type of movie that they've been trying to do before, but with more younger people, maybe teenagers, trying to capitalize on the success of Stranger Things and It. Okay. Right. No. Uh, but it is a continuation of Ghostbusters in terms of like Ghostbusters one and two from the '80s, and not the one that we just saw that just came out a couple years ago. That abortion of a movie. Yeah, okay, some people like it. Who? I thought it was okay. It was cute. This one. <laughs> An abortion of a movie. It's not a Dr. Uwe Boll film, you know, for crying out loud. It's no uh, uh, Alone in the Dark or uh, what's that one? How's that? Not even, not even close. You know what a bad movie looks like. You know what a truly bad movie looks like. I've seen Bad Taste. <laughs> Come on now. That's not even fair. I mean, I, Isn't it, that crazy? I it's That's a Peter it, Jackson movie. Can't, Isn't that wild? It doesn't. And then he has this escalation from that to meet the feebles the heavenly creatures to the Lord of the Rings. Like, ah, oh, who's this guy? This guy doesn't make any sense. Actually, I skipped over um Dead Alive. Dead Alive is fantastic. Dead Alive. Well, yeah, but still, like you said, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. He should he should be a terrible director. And maybe he is secretly, and we just don't know.
1: Well, that- no, maybe he is, and maybe just like the J.R.R. Tolkien stuff maybe it just directed itself maybe it was everybody was just like you know it's been so ingrained yeah. in our lives for so long let's just do it sure, sure sure and maybe Peter Jackson didn't have anything to do with it at all maybe he is just a terrible filmmaker as we've seen with The Hobbit and The Lovely Bones
0: mm-hmm. remember
2: The Lovely Bones did you see that one no I didn't see it yeah, there's a reason why Ryan Gosling dropped out of it <laughs> he, he grew a beard and started putting on weight and then he was like I can't do this with me um, Tom Cruise I know you're a huge Tom Cruise fan right Tom negative gigantic fan Right. You're one of his uh, leading year... F- one of his flag bearers, aren't you? Let's go to Clearwater. <laughs> <laughs> and harass the... The Scientology, the uh,
0: OMG. I'm okay with that.
2: Um, Say what you want about Scientology, and please do, because I don't give a shit about them. But um, Tom Cruise is winning. He's doing it. You know I mean? He's a multi-billionaire, maybe? Multi-millionaire, at least. And hugely successful. The last Mission Impossible movie that just came out. The highest grossing one. It's the sixth movie in the franchise... Yeah, it's the sixth one, and it's the most successful. Very rare for a film franchise to do
0: that. They're doing the Fast and Furious model.
2: They're doing the Fast and Furious model, where it's getting bigger and crazier, but well, maybe. A lot I, of that's going. I, to I do like there.
0: the Mission Impossible franchise. They're fun movies, yeah. right? Um, just the you know, it does not because of Tom Cruise Tom, has nothing to do with it. Well, it it in terms he, does, of, he must do a yeah, good he, job he for me them. to continue to okay. continue to like it. I suppose and but. the action
2: of them that he orchestrates. Yes, but it's not like you're going to cause it's a Tom Cruise movie. You just like the Mission Impossible stuff. You're not going to go see Ris- Risky Business too anytime soon. Negative. Go. Right. No. Um, which you know you know they're doing it. how about Top Gun too. You. you can go see that. Mm, nope. Because they're working on that one, that's coming up are. soon. Um, so they're doing Top Gun. When are we gonna get Rain Man too? Ooh, Dustin Hoffman could use some work, that yeah. old man. Um, actually, I think he had a little bit of Me Too stuff. Did he? I think he may have had some Me Too stuff. Um,
0: I think they could use uh, some fresh ideas up in Hollywood.
2: You know what? I
0: don't disagree.
2: <laughs> but you know how it is. Um, so but speaking of fresh ideas. Christopher McQuarrie, writer and director of the last two Mission Impossible movies, has decided he wants to keep going, so he signed on to make two more Mission Impossible movies. Oh, wow. That they're going to film back to back. To back. So, to back. To well, back. two of them. So uh, to back. After Tom Cruise finishes Top Gun two, right now he's going to jump into the next two Mission Impossible movies, and then we'll get them consecutive summers. <laughs> Both made by so it'll go from the first four Mission Impossible movies have four different directors to the last four have the,
0: the same, same
1: one. director. Yeah, but they're the most successful.
2: They are the most successful.
1: So what's right up now? with
0: 007? They they're gonna kill that franchise. One more with Daniel Craig. It's
2: happening for sure. Um Did they settle on a director? I don't think they've settled on a director yet. Not since Danny Boyle left. Yeah. Oh no, they did. Cary Fukunaga, the gay oh. the guy who did True yeah. Detective season one. He's doing the new James Bond with Daniel Craig. It's Daniel Craig's last go-around for sure. He's doing one more and he's done. And then they'll be moving on to whoever's next. Idris Elba or maybe... Uh, let's, let's get Helen
0: Lady Mirren. Bond. Keith Blanchett. Yeah, I think that's a Helen franchise Mirren. that just never tires. I think that's just such yeah. a broad, fresh yes. you know, concept. It that, helped that Ian know, Fleming wrote. And,
2: he wrote like 20 short stories and yeah. novels. So, But I think they officially have... Gone through everything. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, evidenced by they have made three Casino Royales, um, and there's Skyfall and Spectre were based on nothing. They,
0: they just came up out of almost whole
2: cloth. Yeah. Um, it's, it's but my, yeah, there's
0: not a whole lot of great content there. It's mostly just eye candy. It's all um, ca- blowing shit up. You know,
2: basic plots, intrigue,
0: yeah. bad guy, go yeah. get um
2: Charismatic lead, Connery, Moore, whatever. You know, someone you just enjoy watching for a couple hours. Um, I think it helps that for the most part, even though there's some threads here and there, you can just watch. You can pick a movie out and just watch it. Yeah. You don't have to see any of the other ones. People can make Skyfall their first Bond movie and just watch it. Like, all right, it's just a movie about some old spy who's like trying no. to get his mojo back. It's almost like Austin Powers two. Yes, without the the comedy. Speaking of Austin Powers, you mean so Austin Powers two? They're working on Austin Powers four. Yeah, no, oh, Drew We're Boom. that's that's you know what true. We can't do any better than that. That's it of the episode. Thank you so much, Drew Chicago. And I appreciate Welcome, it. Chris. Happy anniversary, Drew. Happy anniversary, I bud. I appreciate it. Tom, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. You guys are so awesome. No, man. you're the man, Tom. You're the best. Thank you for bringing this delicious Cranberry cringle And everyone, thank you for downloading and listening. Please sign up for our Patreon and be Patreons to our patronage. Right, Drew? Is that how it's done? Thank you. Right. Thank you so much. Correct. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back next week with episode... 316 with uh, Ed Irvin from Tomoka Beer you know Ed I know Ed yeah. he's a pistol Ed's a fun one and uh, as we go out here guys enjoy this week's Billy Dee's Death of the Movies that's how we're gonna end the episode and, uh, and then we'll be out of here so thank you very much
3: there is only one God and his name is Death and there is only one thing we say to Death <laughs> <laughs> sorry Death you lose Welcome to Billy D's Death at the Movies. What is up, my dudes? I had another long week up here, but I'm looking forward to a nice three-day weekend. Oh, what's that? It's going to snow all weekend? Great. I'll just stay inside and look forward to the first big snow of the year. Oh, never mind. It's just going to be freezing rain all weekend? Same plan. Cook a bunch of food, stay inside, watch movies, work. So that's what I'm doing. So far I've been working my way through screeners and catching up on movies I missed last year on demand. Let's do this. Mid-90s. Wow, this one surprised me. Not because it's particularly good, but because it did transport me to that time and place. Lots of memories of dicking around in and around a skate shop in Miami, drinking, smoking cigarettes, bragging about shit we never did, getting hurt, doing stupider shit. Man, those were the days. And this is a pretty good coming-of-age movie that I can pretty much certify as a time capsule. Fire Festival. The greatest party that never was. This is the Netflix one. I've yet to watch the Hulu one. I mean, let's be real. This, this fire festival was never going to happen the way they said. Anyone who's ever been to the Bahamas knows that even a simple thing we take for granted here, like building a house, requires an insane amount of effort and coordination down there let alone creating a large-scale event for up to 10,000 people. This was always going to fail, and I immediately wanted a documentary about it. Now, we have two, and the Netflix one isn't bad. There's a lot of footage and a good story to tell. I want to see what the Hulu one does differently. Possum. Matthew Holness is mostly known for his British comedy series, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. But he made this gonzo horror film Possum. It's a slow-moving, bizarre film clearly inspired by German Expressionism And David Lynch's early stuff. A disgraced puppeteer moves home with his disturbing puppet to confront some past issues. This is a real weird movie. I sorta loved it. It stars Sean Harris in a very quiet role that can be real uncomfortable at times. I'm currently watching Punisher season 2. Boy is it a doozy. Old poopy pants has got a fresh little poopy in his pants. Shame this will be cancelled along with all the other Marvel series on Netflix. Stay cool. I'm Billy D.
2: A PFT Media Production.